It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Monday, November 28th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Back after a weekend to another yeah. edition of the BNS 20 Minutes or Less Pisscast. Do you have a good one, Shauna? I had a great weekend. Yeah? Yeah, I spent it in Banff, went snowboarding on Saturday, went to the Banff Craft Beer Fest Saturday night, met a ton of friends of the show, which was really awesome as well. That's like your ideal weekend, isn't it? It's That's the dream. All yeah. of your favorite things. Beer, so. snowboarding, and meeting friends of the show and uh, chatting with them. I have some shout-outs, actually, if I could. Save them for the middle. Okay. Because we're... We're going to uh, have to hang out, Ben. We're going to talk a bit about it. this, and then we'll crush some shout-outs for friends of the show. Sweet. Um, what about you? What did you get up to? McKenna was out of town, so we had a boys' weekend, and it was great. We... Did everything. We awesome. played a little hockey in the driveway. We went swimming one day. We went and played pinball yesterday. Nice. Uh, had some friends over. It was great. Yeah, great awesome. weekend. On today's show, we're going to talk about why Shauna was upset with me this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, some Fortune 500 businesses, another dad badge. A bit of a follow-up to our discussion about that crazy brawl video from the Marlboro Sea Train Station where the guy was set on fire. Yeah. Council has responded to that somewhat. Whether or not you can decline a wedding invite. Don Cherry comments on the soccer game yesterday. Some white girl phrases, some really good ones. And our new favorite segment, Small Town News. We had a good laugh about this. After your out of context clip of the show. I hurt myself today. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I got a message from a friend of the show, Craig, talking about our small town news segment. This is where we look for like things that make headlines in small towns that would not make headlines in bigger cities. It's just different, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, different smaller pace. things, for sure. Smaller things will make the headlines in these smaller towns. Craig said, this reminds me of the time in 2012 when a friend and I made the entire front page of the Moose Jaw newspaper for working outside on a cold day. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is, the Moose Jaw Times Herald. Oh my God. Uh, and there's Craig and his buddy. They they service broadcast towers. Okay. So, I mean, that's a cold, cold sure ass is. job on a cold day. Yeah. For sure. But they're uh front page they're news. The whole front the page. The whole front page about him. There it is. The, wow. <laughs> the entire front page. Because it's page. cold out. He's you, out. Wow. Usually a spread that size is reserved for like the moon landing and yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Not uh two guys working outside it's cold, but in the cold. Hey, here we are. That's what this segment is all about. There is, yeah. Good evening. Our top story. Despite the cold weather, two men continue to work outside. The general store got a new cheese. It's in short supply, so if you want to try it, call Telly Tom for <laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> got a new cheese. Sorry. Hey, hey, there's, Sorry. there's I'm a rare cracking, cheese. Maintain my composure. I'm a very professional newsreader. Right. <laughs> After several days in the bush, Daryl Henry got a mule deer. <laughs> Sources close to Daryl says he puts her around 170 points. And Jim started dating John's ex-wife and has now officially dated every woman in town. <laughs> Anyone with a line on where to find fresh meat is asked to call Terry, who is also curious about the town's <laughs> views on dating your cousin. Fresh meat. Daryl's got a mule deer. Call Daryl. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So Nadia sent us some doozies of white girl sayings that she saw over the weekend. Lay them on us. I'm uh, ready. And these are all in one area of the store. So, you know, it, they're just all together. It's beautiful. <laughs> so the first one... And into the forest I go to lose my mind and find my soul. 
Oh, that's good. That's beautiful. That's really good. That one's really nice. A bit yeah. of the wanderlust going on. Totally. You know, are you a human woman or a woodland creature? It's true. We and don't know. We just don't know. No. Uh, romantic, although going into the woods and, I mean, getting lost doesn't sound overly, but uh, whatever. Uh, the next one, dogs welcome, people tolerated. You can't go wrong with a, <sighs> a dog. Any dog. The sentiment of dogs over people totally always going to be a hit. Yeah, with yep. the white girls, I like that. Uh, home is where my bunch of crazies are. So okay, cute. Yeah, and then this one: just live, laugh, love. Don't be a dick, is what it says. Oh, so kind of the risque, the more cheeky version of just live, laugh, love, right? Yeah, you that could be the, the white girl's line. golden rule right there. It could be. Yeah. Those are strong. Those, Those are, are all really very good. strong. Nice field work, Nadia. Yeah. Nice field work. How many how many dolphin ankle tattoos out of ten <laughs> do you give do you give this collective little group here back? <laughs> Oh. Uh, I would say, yeah, I would say nine dolphin ankle tattoos <laughs> okay, good. out of ten. Nine sets of vacation braids that you had to go back and destroy the photographs of because now it's racially questionable. So. It definitely. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's good. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You watched the soccer game yesterday morning, Shauna? Sure did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exciting start, disappointing finish. Totally. But uh, there was one very bright moment closer to the end of the game, and that's when... Canada team captain Atiba Hutchinson came back on the field with a tampon in his nose yeah. to control the bleeding. I uh, I didn't see what happened. He took an elbow or something. and I didn't he, see either. I just saw him on the field with the tampon in his nose and was like, oh, wow. It was one of the most hilarious things I think I've ever seen in a sports game. I feel like I've <laughs> heard about that before. Like, you know, how, I mean, because it's... Uh, absorbent, so obviously he had a nosebleed or something. And it is absorbent. It looked like a pawn in there. They didn't even trim the string. No, the string was like which <laughs> is down his face. I like, know. I was like, what happened? Like you couldn't even just put this in your nose and get back out there. My question is, did he like? Do they stock those in the trainer's kit, or did did he a just lady. like find a lady on the sidelines who's like, you got a pawn? I can ram up my nose. Yeah, here. I got to get well, back out there. The team needs me. Was a, I was kind of curious <laughs> of the same thing. You know, like. I mean, I get nosebleeds. Uh-huh. Sometimes you'll like put a piece of Kleenex in there until the bleeding stops. Yeah, or you've whatever. never asked me for a tampon for it. Not yet, but no. I think next time I will. And then you you're going to have to sit across from me and look at me with the dangly bit from your. And I'm not going to trim the string. I'm yeah, going to no. Tiba Hutchins in it. Yeah. So come on, man. Something else. You can't be running around out there with a pawn in your nose again. You just though, can't resourceful. If that was him, you know, we're very resourceful to keep that nose from bleeding. I mean. It's, a lot of Canadians are new to to soccer on that st- on the world stage, yeah. right? Because our team hasn't been there for mm-hmm. a long time, and you're trying to. We think it's great that the game is growing in this country because it's yeah. accessible and it's global. But when you got guys running around out there with tampons in their nose, it's a bit of a tough sell. It's a bit. Of, I think it's. You know? I think it's again resourceful. Good for him. How do okay? you? <laughs> Good for him. How do you get someone it's like smart. my dad to watch a game where there's a guy who's got a tampon well, in his nose? Everybody should try it out. How do you see that it works very effectively and everybody can just put pawns in their noses. Let's make this a non-thing anymore. You know? How do you get the Don Cherries of the world to take soccer seriously well, when the harder. captain has a tampon in his nose? And Atiba Hutchinson just took to the field with something sticking out of his nostril. That's a tampon! It- it does appear to be a tampon, Don. I tell you what, I've been a sports broadcaster for decades. I've watched some of the toughest customers come and go, and not one of them ever had a tampon in his nose. I mean, it it makes sense. It's a very absorbent material. For... You know how many times Tiger Williams put a men's 
concentration product in his nose. Zero. Zero times. He's the captain, Don. He just had to get back out there. So I hate to see what had happened to any good Canadian boy who took the ice with a schnoz pawn in. Don, I feel like you're being a little bit insensitive about this. This is why soccer will never be as good as hockey. Support the troops and keep the tampons where they belong. Let's go. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Beckler, I met so many friends of the show this weekend. So many. Where at? Beer Fest. Banff Craft Beer Festival uh, happened this yes. past weekend. That would be a big X event type thing, wouldn't it? I um, swear it's fully yeah. populated by people who listen to X. <laughs> like, that is, it was awesome. Yeah. Every single person that I met, that, like, there, I maybe met 40, 50 people that wow. listened to the show, and <laughs> they were all awesome. And I can't say it. We've talked about this before, but honestly, the friends of the show are always people that I want to hang out with. Every single person I met this weekend is like, they were awesome. Yeah. Everybody's always awesome who listens to this radio. I don't understand what it is. I love it. It's the same as when we go to one weekend only or whatever, right? Yeah. It's just like a room full of potential friends. Seriously. Right? It's, yeah. it's like hanging out with friends. You maybe just yeah. met them. I feel like I know them already. And it, it was just fin- it was phenomenal. What's weird is that some people know so much about us. Yeah. And we don't know that much about a few people who you know message us regularly or talk, talk to us regularly. Though, but but yeah. yeah, for the large part, no. No. So, but yeah. it is cool. I know. It's so awesome. It is great. Um, the thing I love most about our audience is that, like, everybody is so is so sharp. You know, yep. like, I really enjoy the challenge of if we're going to talk about something, we really have to know know about that thing, right? Yep. Because if not, people are they're too smart. They'll call you out on it. Whereas totally. I think at some stations, like, they get you to dumb it down a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's why you end up with these like, oh, "What's your favorite flavor of chips?" Because <laughs> it's true. And then even the bosses would say, like, okay, why are you talking about that? Like, why are you talking? That's, that doesn't have a place here. We never get that, right? It's yeah. like whatever we want to talk about, our audience is up for. And mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. is the coolest part about it. Like, I have so many shout outs that I've told people I do on the podcast. I'm like, we're going to have a, a scroll of people that I, it was just so awesome. Every yeah. person we've met is great. Very cool. It is a real treat to broadcast at this station, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. yeah it's almost a, just a little side note unofficially. What are you grateful for that we just did there? Yeah. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So we were chatting about how I went to Banff Craft Beer Fest and I met a ton of friends of the show there and I wanted to give a shout out to a bunch of them. Please. Uh, Kaylen, uh, I met her. That was actually on the Friday night she was going to Banff Craft Beer Fest and I saw her at uh, one of the bars there. And then Heather, Spencer, Bailey, Lana. It was Jen's 40th birthday so she was celebrating on Saturday Holy night crap. as well. Matt, uh, all of you guys, thank you. And there were other people that I met, and I didn't catch your name, and I'm really sorry as well. But, yeah, it was super fun. You weren't kidding. You did meet a lot of friends of this show. Sure did. Uh, like we said, the Venn diagram between, like, people who like the Banff Craft Beer Festival and people who like X is damn near a circle. I was like, so, I think that we in- entirely, uh, the friends of the show, sold out that festival. Yep. I think that's all that was there. So uh, I met friend of the show, Lynn, at the pool this weekend. It was funny because we, <laughs> I came out of the change rooms, and the lifeguard's like, you got a shower. So I went had the shower before you go in the pool. Yeah. And then Lynn was like, are you Beckler? And we got chatting both in our dripping bathing suits. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah that, um, that's a great t- time to meet people. Anywhere know? and everywhere. Of we, course. We love it. Yeah, so. we really do. <laughs> uh, the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes starting from the 490s. These 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. BNS in 20 minutes or less. McKenna was out of town this weekend with Doug Girls, so we had a boys weekend. Yeah. And uh, I took I took my kids to Pin Bar down the street here, mm-hmm. which has pinball. They'd never played pinball before. Oh, that's awesome. It was great. 
It was yeah. so much fun. They loved it. Uh, and it's funny, though, because like, there are lots of pinball machines, it seems, that are based on bands. Like, Pinballer has half a dozen of them. Kiss. Kiss, Aerosmith, yep. Maiden, Metallica, Zeppelin, ACDC. Yeah, that was a big thing for a while, eh? Yeah. Bands kind of endorsing pinball machines. Band-focused pinball machines. Yeah. And some of the bands work really well for it. Like, you know, like a band like Kiss works so well in pinball form because it's so, you know, it's it's loud. Totally. And it's, you know, like, you can, you, can, you can imagine Kiss songs playing to the pinball machine. Oh, yeah. Like you're having fun, but yeah, there would be great, yeah. there would be some bands that would not translate well to pinball form. Yeah, no, no, anything really s- slower. Yeah, anything really, soft, anything down at all. Tempo like a city and color themed pinball machine. You're just like, nope. It's like, ah, oh, man, maybe I'll just go home and think about my life. Yeah, that's go home not going to work. I don't want to be here anymore. I'll just go think sad things. Uh, some Johnny Cash. Like. <laughs> I hurt myself today to see if I gonna... still feel. Nope. Nope. <laughs> You're really uh, killing the vibe in here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Have you ever turned down a wedding invite? Oh, yeah. Okay. Often. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Okay, I'm asking this because I got invited to a wedding. My boyfriend Cliff actually got invited with me, of course, to this wedding and it's on New Year's Eve. And it's in Saskatoon. And he knows the groom pretty well, the bride not so much, but we realized like we are going to be the only Two people that know, like, they are the only people we know is the bride and groom. And nobody else at the wedding. And they'll be busy. And they're going to be really busy. Yeah. So it's going to be Cliff and I and nobody else we know hanging out at this wedding on New Year's Eve in Saskatoon when it's balls cold out. Yeah. So I, I think you'd probably be fine not to go to that one. I don't know. So how how close are Cliff and the groom? Well, this is the thing. He, They're fairly close. But not so close that he doesn't know anybody else yeah, at the wedding? Right? Like, that's that's it. So, if, if I ask him this question, I mean, he, he'd probably be like, yeah, he's close. Yeah. I'm like, not that close, obviously, again, because you don't know the rest of them. Right. And I was just like, is it disrespectful to turn down? Like, how do you even do that? Do you just say, I'm not coming? Like, is there... I, it feels weird, the whole even doing that. I don't know. I, what does the RSVP look like? Is there is it like a website or is it a... Do you have to send back your RSVP? I think it's a just a physical uh, invitation that Cliff got. I haven't, I haven't okay. actually seen it. So I think myself, you can though. just say like, regrettably, we will not be able to attend, but we wish you all the best. Like, I think you can. I think you can do that. Okay. Yeah, I've done that for lots of weddings, especially yeah. if there's travel involved. Because I'm like, well, what the hell do I do with the kids? And then no, you've like, got so kids. I've never turned down a wedding invite before. But really? Yeah. Oh, I do it all the time. My cousin got married in the summer in Edmonton, and we're not real close. Like, no. And I was like, I won't be there. But oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm so awkward about the whole thing. I think because I've I've never done it no. before. I've gone to the other ones, and now I feel like this one. Though I'm like, it's going to be quite expensive. It's again yeah. very cold, and we don't know them that well. There's travel involved. It's yeah. on a. It's kind of on a holiday. Like you're you're yeah. not obligated to attend. I mean, when we got married, we invited lots of people, and there were plenty of people that you know couldn't come for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them didn't RSVP, oh. which I think it's, you should probably RSVP. Yes. Um, especially if it involves like you know Dinner. them buying an, an yep. our wedding didn't so it wasn't a huge deal but right. just some people are like oh, I wonder why that person didn't come and didn't say anything you know yeah and I, I remember that but I'm also not upset at them for not coming 
You know, especially like I said, if travel was involved, if there are kids involved, like you said, it's expensive. So I was trying to come up with some extremely elaborate excuse as to why we can't come, but I don't have to do that. You're saying you don't I can have just to be like, that. okay, just wish just, them the I'm best and coming. say you can't be there. That's, yeah. I think that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I'll send a, I'll send a gift for you, but I'm not going to be there in person. Are okay? you feeling better already? I'm <laughs> feeling good about this. <laughs> it's yeah. good. It's Thank good, you. good to get that off your shoulders. Thank isn't you. It? I need this. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Bit of a follow up to our discussion last week about that video with the brawl at Marlboro sea train station yeah with the flare gun yeah. and the yeah. it set on fire twice insane. i shouldn't laugh but it was just it's insane wild absolutely wild so uh this news came at the end of last week when we were off for the weekend but um did you see that there are three city councilors now who want to explore limiting access to sea train stations i didn't see this so it's uh sonia sharp andre shabbat and jennifer Wynes. if you're uh if you're following along if you like to track where your counselor stands on this but i think the proposal would be like it's similar to how in some cities there's turnstiles that you have to right. to cross. You have to swipe your card or yep. you know pay your fare to get in. Some of them they have like the big, I don't even know how you describe them, but they're almost like like cages that you can't even get through. Like you, you can't hop the turnstile unless right. you've paid the fare, yeah. right? Um, so thinking of doing a similar thing. So, so that's been proposed anyway by these three counselors. Hmm. Um, just took a brawl with some one guy getting lit on fire twice to get people talking about it on city council. So that's. I mean, they they That's were good. talking about it before. Like I remember a while back, and then it was it just kind of I don't know went by the wayside. Something. Yeah, happened. I mean, it doesn't seem to council doesn't seem to be making enough noise, in my opinion, about safety on transit because I think it's one of the biggest issues facing the city right now. For me, the problem is how expensive will that be? Because to limit it like that, like all of our stations, so many of them are just wide open. Yeah. So you'd have to. Or How? putting transit police at every station. Like yeah. what, I mean, the the alternative is that you just let your transit. I know. Go to waste. Yeah. So, which is worse. That's a good way to kill your city. I think. Yeah. There's a Rob, Rob Breckenridge wrote an article recently for an opinion piece for the Herald, where he was talking about how he thinks this council has their priorities mixed up. And he gave some examples of the, you know, the, the big issues that are affecting Calgarians. And I don't remember specifically what, what examples he gave, but I would say it's things like housing affordability. Mm-hmm. You know, transit safety would be up there. Yeah. Downtown vacancy, all this. And meanwhile, council just voted to put another charge on plastic bags. Right. On retail bags. So yeah. I thought he made some good points there. And like I would say that transit safety is a huge issue for people who rely on transit to yep. get around this city and they deserve a safe way to do that. Councillor Courtney Walcott, who's uh, the councillor for Ward 8, he said that instead of trying to police our way out of this this issue on transit, we should ask why people are staying in C-train stations in the first place. And he said it's because the system has failed them. Mm-hmm. Which is true, yep. which I agree with. Also an issue, yeah. But that doesn't mean that we just abandon transit until we've solved homelessness and drug addiction. Right? You still need a safe transit option in a city this size. Yeah. I mean, it kind of all has to go hand in hand, I think, but something has to be done. Yeah. We and can't have people with flare guns lighting no. each other on fire I said, anymore. I don't, I don't think it's it's people who are just using the C-train to warm up who are the problem. I don't no. think anybody has an issue with that if a homeless person pops into a C-train station to warm up. I no. don't think that's the issue. It's everything else that goes on with it, right? It's the flare gun it's fight. It's the flare gun fight. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Have we talked about the dad badge for puttering yet? I don't believe we have, but I love a good putter. Which is silly because oh. that that is what dads do. Yeah. They putter. That's my weekends now if we don't have anything planned. Yeah. It's going to be a puttering weekend. I can't even really describe what puttering is, but everybody can see their dad doing it, right? Yeah. It's just like just doing things, little things around the house, like just puttering. Little things, They're yeah. Puttering. You're in and out of the garage 15 times. Yeah. You're... You're going up and downstairs and just grabbing stuff here and that. Like, you're not really doing anything. Yeah, it disappears right? for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
which is really funny because buttering. Yeah, it's it's basically a way to make yourself look like you're doing something while doing nothing. Like sometimes things get done on a good right. putter. The odd time there's if it's a if it's a good putter. Yeah, I feel like puttering is yeah kind of just trying to make yourself <laughs> self sparse just so you're. Your significant other doesn't ask you to do things, you know? Oh. Just puttering. Man, yeah, I love putter. If I got a day to just putter. Oh, man. When my family was out of town the weekend before this last one, I oh, I did so much putter in Sean. Did you? Yeah, just like little jobs that have been nagging. Yeah. You know, like just unclogging a hard putter some drains, over there, hey? changing some light bulbs, just puttering. A big putter. Oh, man. A big putter weekend. <laughs> Well, there you go. I'm going to give you this dad badge for putter. Yeah. It's a dad thing for sure. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. A couple of quick Fortune 500 editions, if I may. Five pundies. Yeah, go for it. Our list of local businesses with great puns in their names. Uh, one was from front of the show, Scott, and he sent a photo of a dog boarding kennel that he passed. It was a sign. And it said uh, it was called a bed and biscuit. Okay, yeah. Instead of a bed and breakfast. You That's got it? Good. You got it? Yep, got it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I Googled it, and it turns out there are quite a few places called Bed and Biscuit, some so-and-so Bed and Biscuit. Okay. Um, it's a fairly common, like, pun for a dog boarding business, I it's guess. It's solid, so yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah, that's good. The second one is even better. This is in front of the show, Matt. Uh, and this one is in a fairly high-profile location. Okay. So I'm surprised nobody's pointed out yet, although I guess it hasn't officially opened. It's over where, like, Booker's used to be in that building. Fortuna's Row is there yep. now. It's a... A, a chicken strip place called Strip Joint. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that is just... Fin- yeah. See, that needs to be in the chicken yeah. wing of Calgary by my place. It, it does. I, it should be. Because you live in the, t- the chicken district, right? I live in the chicken district. I call it the chicken wing. It's the wing <laughs> of Calgary with all the chicken places, and I want the strip joint there. That is awesome. I looked up their website, and it said Calgary's family-friendly strip joint. That is hilarious. <laughs> I, it's a great pun. Yes, I really am just envisioning the logo of it or the mascot being a a risque looking chicken. Yeah, a real sexy chicken. Yeah, yeah, like a real good looking chicken dancing. I um, hope they go do something with that. Also, this one we got yesterday from friend of the show Cindy. Uh, it's a barber shop in Cochrane called Shears to You. Oh, that's good yep, too. That one's another simple, clean. But this is just great. What a great wow! Great, great start to the week. Well, it's with these just so puns. good. The old strip joints. The BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. I had this dream this weekend, Becca, that you were extremely mad at me, and it was awful. Oh, the dream was that we were happened? at work. We were at the station, just like this, and I don't know what happened, but you were so mad that you actually put the page, the, the station on pause, and then <laughs> left. Really? So you stopped the music dead so that there was no music, and then you just left. And of course, I'm on the other side of the desk so that I couldn't do anything, and you didn't put our mics up, and then I had to run across, and <laughs> then you just left. Wow. And you went home, and I woke up, and I thought that happened. Like, I woke up, and for a while, walked around being like, why is he so mad at me? Like, what did I do? That's an awful feeling, hey? It's a terrible I wanna know, feeling. I want to know what dream you did to me to make me so mad. I know. Well, that's what I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it was, and it was just awful, but it was one of those where it affected me the next day. I woke up, and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, uh, and like the ones that are so vivid and so real, it's hard to separate yes. that feeling from like real life, where you're like, okay, this didn't happen. Yeah. This is, this is entirely made up. Yes. I mean, the worst is when you have a dream, and it's your significant other, right? And yeah. And you do something awful in the dream, and you wake up, and then you're actually kind of, like, it takes a while to not be mad at them. Or they're mad at you. Yeah. And you're like, I... I wasn't there. Yeah. This, enti- this, this all happened entirely in your subconscious mind. This yeah, but you're still mad. I can't help it. I know it was fake dream you that did this to me, but I still need to admit it, okay? It's I'm a still real mad feeling you. still. You I can't, can't look shake at it. you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't look at you right now. 
You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.